Well, hi there, and welcome to your show, Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher, and we expect you, because this is the chance for you to share your lived experiences, your understanding of the faith, your faith journey. Uh, You can impart um, some wisdom along the way for all of us as the mystical body of Christ. We are a safe platform, live call-in show just for you here on EWTN. So here's the number, because when Jerry announces and asks the question for today, I know, I know, I know, I know about this. You're going to have a lot to say about it. Why? Because uh, we hear it all the time from the feedback we get for the show that a lot of people are struggling right now with trust. So here's the number, 833-288-3986. Hi, Jerry. Hey. How you doing? I'm great. I'm so excited. I'm almost packed for tomorrow. Can I just tell you about that for a second? I leave tomorrow morning early for San Antonio, Texas for the Fullness of Truth Miracles Do Happen conference. I'm so excited to be with Adam Bly, who I uh, work with on the spirit world, and Father Carlos Martins and Sister Miriam James and and the other uh, um, fantastic um, priests and bishops and and speakers that um, are going to be at the Miracles uh, Do Happen conference in San Antonio this weekend. So folks, if you want to fly in, drive in, walk in, go to fullnessoftruth.org and join the other 1,500 people that are coming. Mm. 1,500, that is fantastic. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I think it's just just close to that. That's what I heard recently. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited. I hope they get to 2,000. I think they can hold uh, 2,700. So mm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I just, it's the first time flying in a long time. And um, so, yeah, I just think it's wonderful. And I love, I love the title, Miracles Do Happen. But you know, Jerry, that kind of ties in nicely to our topic today. Do you trust God more than the storm you are facing, mm-hmm. right? Do you trust God? Do you think miracle, a miracle could happen, a small miracle, a big miracle, right? Yeah, we're asking you today, where, kind of where are you on the trust spectrum? Do you trust God more than the storm you might be going through right now? We all go through difficult patches in our lives. So if you're in the midst of something difficult right now, or you have been at some point in the past, tell us how you turned to God, how you trusted God, um, how you leaned on Him for His help, His protection, His guidance, and His grace. The number is 833-288-EWTN, 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. Talking about trust today, and if you do have that trust in God, share it with us because there are a lot of people right now wondering how can I trust God with what I'm going through right now. So please call us, be be a part of this program, this conversation on developing and growing in trust. Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Well, and Jerry, it's it's very important. God wants us. Uh, to trust in Him. You know, Jesus, I trust in you, the St. Faustina Divine Mercy messages, right? And it is very important that we practice that trust. We build confidence in God. And that is why, you know, um, the, the the statement underneath the, the um, Divine Mercy image is Jesus, I trust in you. He wants all of us. I'm going to be talking about that. This um, I'm going to be talking about this exact subject um, um, for on the weekend for the Miracles Do Happen conference, Jerry. And let me just tie it into Blessed Carlo Acutis. Okay, 15 years old, and from the point when he was about 11 years old, he used to say to everybody, "God wants all of us." 
He wants us to be 100% in. Well, what does that mean? It's like a trust fall that we do at, at, at exercises that you go into these conferences or, or ropes courses. The trust fall means you let go and let God. You free fall into God's arms. You completely trust that he will be there. He will catch you. He will provide. He will support. He will miraculously show up. I think it's amazing. Trust is everything, uh, especially now in the world we live in. What do you think about that? Well, I love that. I, I think it's a great exercise that you guys do when, when you do that. And um, yeah, it's, it's just we, we have to be able to trust, you know, we need to trust only God, but really one, one another, you know, not, not to, to the same extent that we trust in God. But uh, I think that's a wonderful exercise. Mm-hmm. And we're getting calls coming in right now. And uh, screening your calls today is Matt Gabensky, I think, or let it's me check. Charles on that. Beery. Uh, Charles Beery. Mm-hmm. Charles Beery is screening mm-hmm. calls. Ace McKay is our producer. Jeff mm-hmm. Burson is on social media. Talking about trust, do you do the Surrender Novena? Do you pray the Chaplet of Divine Mercy? Have you read the Diary of St. Faustina? Do you just really make an act of trust to the Lord maybe every day, maybe multiple times a day? Mm-hmm. How's that going for you? How, has, that, has that helped you have more faith and confidence and trust that God is there with you, that he will catch you in that trust fall? We all mm-hmm. need to kind of free fall into the arms of the Lord, which can, which can be very, very difficult and challenging, and to be honest, kind of scary at times. So how do you do that? How do you trust God more um, in in any difficult situation that you might be going through or been through in the past? 833-288-3986. So, you know, ask yourself this question. If somebody were to say to you, you know, to rate where you're at today, right now, uh, one through 10, one being the lowest, 10 being the, the most, the highest, where are you at with your trust for God? You know, could you say you're at a nine and pushing 10? Could you say you're at a 10? Maybe you're at a five. Maybe right now with things that are going on in your life, you're like, I don't know. I don't even want to do that. That, that. that sounds insulting. But you know what? It's important. We, we look at that, Jerry. We really should be getting to a 10, Okay, the, the, the most we can possibly feel and, 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 and demonstrate of trust in God, right? If we're Catholic Christians, I would say that is, you know, the way we should all be trying to conduct um, our, our, ourselves in this journey, right? So, but my prop, but the situation, Jerry, is the world is not a very trusting place. Mm. And people, and you made the comment, we need to trust each other too. I agree with that. But people aren't being their word. A lot of people are not stepping up and really being honest about things in this whole entire world. What do we do then? Well, we must put all our trust, completely all our trust in God, because, you know, God is our answer. That's how I see it. It seems simple, but then again, so, you know, Mother Teresa and a lot of saints felt that it was that simple as, as well. And look at Blessed Carlo Acutis. He said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder, is it even possible to get to a 10 in this life, a 10 in trusting God? Uh, Tell us how you're doing in the trust department today. That's our question today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Uh, Some lines are occupied right now, but some are still open and available at 833-288-EWTN. 833-288-3986.
Okay, we're asking the question today, do you trust God more than the storm you are facing today? That's the question we're asking. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. We really need your wisdom on this and your understanding of uh, this idea of trust. So please call us. Charles is waiting for your call. He is just such a delight. I mean, Charles is amazing. Um, He's so wonderful to talk to. You will enjoy it. It's at 833-288-3986. And Jerry, if it's all right with you, before we go to the phones, I just wanted to share with our listeners a children's bedtime story by Kate Sidnor, illustrated by Anna Morelli. And this delightful book helps children reflect on God's blessings in their lives. The captivating images convey the importance of faith and family, friends and fun, and a personal relationship with Jesus. Good Night Jesus, a children's bedtime story. It's a new book from EWTN Publishing, available right now at EWTNRC.com. Buy Catholic, shop EWTNRC.com. Okay. A couple lines still open. We've got plenty of people we're going to talk to on the air. We're going to take your emails as well. Take two at EWTN.com. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, EWTN Catholic Radio page is there. Welcome to you. You can post your comments there. Jeff will get them over to us. And that number to hear your lovely voice is 833-288-3986. If you just tuned in, we're talking about trust today. How are you doing in the trust department with God? Is it difficult for you? Maybe you find it very easy to trust God. Share that because, you know, what you have to say on this program, we always tell you, is going to be changing some some lives and maybe saving some souls. So please join us. And we're going to start with Dorothy in Brighton, Colorado, who's listening on the Catholic Radio Network. Hi, Dorothy. Hi, good morning. Good morning. What would you like to share? Um... Before today, I probably would say my, my trust was a 9 or a 10, mm. um, but I had a very scary incident this morning. Um, on my way to pick up my niece, I was at a stoplight behind this car from California. I'm in Colorado, and the guy gets out, and he walks up to my car. I'm not afraid. I talk to homeless. I talk to everybody. I roll down my window, and he tells me it, he's tired of being zapped 10 seconds. He's going to take his crowbar and smash in my head and kill me. Mm. And he's not kidding. Um, and then he, I mean, so I start praying. He goes back to his car. I'm praying and, you know, calling my niece saying, you know, this just happened. I can't believe it because that's who I was on the way to. And uh, he starts counting out the window with his hand, and then he shows me the crowbar. Um, so luckily I had enough room before, between me and him, and the guy behind me wasn't on my tail, so I was able to back up, make a U-turn, get out of there. And he jumps out of his car, and he has the crowbar in his hand and he's waving at me and part of me is like i'm so shook up and i'm so like the cops didn't call me back for 25 minutes so it was way over by then but um i'm just afraid that he might hurt somebody else and so that's where my trust is gone down a notch maybe because um this person is out there and he you know we couldn't stop him and you know he didn't hurt me but who is he going to hurt so mm-hmm. that's where my my trust is is more wavered right now it's making me think about everything i drive up to 150 miles a day i take mm-hmm. care of you know three households of people you go into the church going to school do all that and um it just has really shaken me up and makes me think about you know how i drive and where i'm at and where, what i'm doing now 
when I wasn't afraid of people, and now it's like, well, right. maybe I need to be afraid of some people. Well, you well, you got you got to be cautious, and you got to survey, right? You got to survey and, and know what what who's around you and what's around you, right? So I understand that. I think we all need to get into that kind of surveying uh, feeling because we're in the we're in kind of murky and murky environment right now. But Dorothy, I I missed a little part of your story. Please help help me again. Maybe somebody else missed it as well. So the the man never hurt you. But somehow he feels that you did something on the road and it and it irritated him. Did I understand that correctly? Well, no. We just pulled up to a stoplight. Um, uh-huh. He was in front of me, and I pulled up behind him. And I wasn't. I I I'd not been following him. It was just where I ended up. Mm-hmm. And he was. I he had. I'm sure that he was. Some drugs were involved in his character because he's saying that the light was zapping him. Okay. And okay. Since he was going to blame me for it. Sure. Um, and sure. I, I mean, just totally out of blue. I would just park behind him at a stoplight. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to share something with you, Dorothy. I'm gonna I'm gonna share this with you, and this may this may shock a lot of people, but this is just in 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 our little world of what we do in ministry, and we have the outreach ministry, StandTallToday.com. That's where you can reach us. It's life coaching. Um, recently, Dorothy, in this last year, starting 2023, the, um, a lot of people that are inquiring of trying to get help and trying to navigate what I'm talking about of the world we live in today, a lot of people are dealing with folks that have, um, minor and major mental illness due to drugs, addiction, alcoholism, uh, the stress from the pandemic, uh, things that are going on in their life. It is really, um, it's, it's very unsettling. I have to be honest with you. I have been doing coaching for over 20 years, and this is the first time I've ever seen it where people are coming uh, to us and right out of the gate, they're saying, I'm dealing with this and my, my brain doesn't feel right. My, I'm having thoughts. Um, I'm not hearing things correctly. People are telling me I should be on this pill or to start using cannabis or whatever and doing all this with the legalized marijuana. It's, it is so dangerous. So that, that's interesting that you added that uh, that 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 detail about the drugs, and this this goes in line with what we're seeing as well. Dorothy, we're in we're in some really uh, unsettling times right now, and uneasy times. It's it's in my opinion, it's dangerous out there right now. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, I had a niece who was bipolar schizophrenic, so I'm a little bit aware of what the what what can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have my niece's. Um, the father of her child has been uh, recently stopped fentanyl. He's been on meth in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen people um, that have been on drugs, and I firsthand I've seen the, the mental illness part of it. Yeah, this guy he scared the bejeebus out of me. I mean, he when I saw him brandish the the, the crowbar, I'm like, this guy wasn't kidding. Because I mean, I didn't think anything when he went back to his car. I was like, well, that was really weird. And started, mm-hmm. I said a hail mary term, you know, and all that. And Good. I, and it's like, well, I don't have any idea. I mean, I didn't think, and I'm always saying, Jesus, I trust in you. I, I pray that every day. Right. Um, and, right. and and like I said, I, up till this morning, I was probably a 9 or 10. Um, I don't let things bother me normally in life, but this has just gotten me so shook mm-hmm. up. And, and, well, and, and I, told, I said, well, maybe it was for you. I told this young lady at the doctor's office that I went mm-hmm. to this morning. I said, maybe they want me to tell you this because make sure you're leaving right. enough room. Be aware of your surroundings. I said, maybe be aware of your surroundings, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Be, but, 
But Dorothy, you know what? I mean, rather than I know this has has really gotten to you, and and it and it, it like you said, it it really has shaken shaken you to the core. I understand that. But look at it this way: the Lord allowed you to to go through this. Um, so that maybe, because you are a woman of prayer, you do believe in God, you have great trust in God. We've got to pray for that man. We have to pray for him. He's he's going to end up in, in, in trouble, okay, if that's the kind of behavior he's demonstrating in public. So so let's turn it around and, and ask our guardian angels to help him because he is in trouble. So it's all how you look at it, right? Absolutely. That's what I always say, Debbie. I'm always mm-hmm. telling people. This is how you interpret it. You know, what do you do with it? With this bad things happen to all of us, but what do you do with it? But yeah, just this morning when that happened, I heard your 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 topic. It's like, oh, I'm going to call, and I haven't talked to you for like almost probably four and a half years since my mom died. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. wow, so yeah. I, said, I got to call. In. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dorothy, for calling. And I would just simply add to all the excellent stuff Debbie shared and what you've shared, Dorothy. That you know. Like Debbie said, the Lord did allow you to go through this, and you could have been very seriously hurt, it sounds like, and you were not. So maybe uh, as you go forward, maybe use that as an opportunity to increase your trust and your gratitude to God, because God was definitely with you today in a very scary situation. So thank you, Dorothy, for that. Mm -hmm. Um, 833-288-3986. How are you doing in your trust of God, and uh, has he been with you right by your side, helped you through anything difficult? Maybe you're going through something challenging, right? Right now, 833-288-3986. We have a first-time caller, Alex, in San Antonio, listening on the EWTN app. Hi, Alex. Good morning. How y'all doing? Doing all right. How about yourself? Uh, hanging in there, huh? Uh, I'm calling because uh, two weeks ago, uh, my wife of 25 years, uh, I, you know, I've, I've trusted her a uh, Hundred percent, you know. I've never checked anything. Never always been everything she told me. There's something told me to check her phone. I come to find that she's been talking to somebody else hmm. for like the past year or so. Okay, she's a government agent. She works overnight, uh, and it's when she's been talking to this individual. Um, she has warned me that nothing has gone on. I looked at some of the, you know, I've looked at her text messages to him back and forth. I didn't find anything. I looked over and over. I have not found anything. But just a trust, you know, not knowing that she was talking to somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's just been devastating to me because I have trusted her 100%. I mean, she's got co-workers. She's got co-workers that he's a younger kid. We're in her, I'm in my late 40s. She's in her earlier 40s. There's a younger kid that I make lunch for her. I make lunch for this kid. You know, he works with a bunch of men. I make lunch for him, too, because he's got nobody in the area. I mean, I have always trusted her 100% blindedly. And then for her to keep something like this for me has just totally destroyed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Alex, you, you, you mentioned that she said nothing like, you know, physical or romantic or anything has gone on. Do you, I mean, do you believe that? I mean, do you, um, do you, do you believe that's to be honestly the case? 
deep in my heart, I know my wife, and I, I really don't think anything has gone on. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he doesn't work near her. He works about 150 miles away. They're in the same field. And mm-hmm. he says that all it was was work-related conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a couple things. There's a resource that we would we, we recommend recommend often on this show, Alex, it's called Retrovi, and we'll, we, we can give you some uh, additional information and a website on that in a minute. But I would also, um, you know, I, this has got to be very, very difficult and painful. And I'm not saying that, you know, forgiveness is a snap thing that you can do very quickly. But today, it's interesting, today's gospel reading was, you know, Jesus saying, you know, we, we don't forgive seven times, we forgive 77 times. So I know, I, as, like I'm saying, I've never been through something that you're going through right now. So it cannot, I'm sure it's not easy, but I would say, really try to work on that but also um and debbie i, I love your thoughts on this mm-hmm. uh, alex's situation too but just maybe just have a real you know heart-to-heart talk mm-hmm. with her and just say you know um you know we've been married 25 years um i don't think this is appropriate because uh, it probably is not i mean if she, if she says it's innocent mm-hmm. enough but yeah. and debbie i know you've got you coach people in these circumstances yeah i the do time. i do and let me just share something with you alex you're stuck right now in the shock and the disappointment and you're and it's hurting your heart and i understand that but i need you need you please to pray about this and and do something to make it better and what i mean by that is i agree with jerry to sit down but i rather than getting into an argument or accusing or or saying anything that trying to therapize each other i would just say to to your beautiful wife I, i'm i'm assuming you guys are catholic um, um, I would say to your wife, please, I'm asking you right now, let's go to Retrovi. Retrovi is, is marriage help um, for couples to build the trust and to build the relationship because clearly something is probably wrong emotionally because you wouldn't be feeling like this and you wouldn't, and, and, and she wouldn't be possibly getting into a conversation inappropriately with someone else. So Retrovi can help. The resources are there. Marriage Encounter is there, but I would go Go right to Retrovi and get the building blocks, the steps to rebuild that relationship, the emotional bond, the trust. Don't wait till it gets worse and then run to get help because sometimes it's too late, Alex. So go now and just say, I want to make our marriage better. That's how I would say it. I'd go to your wife and say, let's make our marriage better. Let's go to Retrovi. And you can go to helpourmarriage.org. Help ourmarriage.org. Alex, you got to get excited about this. I know you're wounded and I know you're hurt, but don't go down that path because it only gets worse. That's where Satan wants you. Turn it around, flip it, and and get help for your marriage. What do you say? All along, it's always been her. She has always been the, the one who has pulled me towards the religion. She has always been the one, the strong one, the backbone to our our belief and just to find this it's been so hurtful i understand that alex but if you stay in the hurt you're not going to get help if you stay in the hurt, you're not going to get help. You got to get outside of that, and I understand that. So she was strong in the faith. That's wonderful. God bless her. Now it's time for you to be strong in the faith, and go to helpourmarriage.org and be excited about the future that you and your beautiful wife and your family can have. Okay, we're going to pray for that, Alex. I assure you of this. I've been doing this kind of work for over 20 years. I've seen this many times. 
So if you can, if you can just pray about it and go in that direction, I think you're going to be very pleased with the folks at Retrovi. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, a lot of prayers too, Alex, for you. I would just say that someone very near and dear to me, Alex, had a similar situation. It was the husband who was, you know, doing social media kind of flirting and stuff like that. And um, they they dealt with it in a very fruitful, healthy, positive way like Debbie is talking about. And their marriage is better than ever. So yours can be as well. We'll pray for that. Absolutely, Jerry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to get to uh, Bob next. And full phone lines here so we have a lot to talk about with regard to trust here on take two with jerry and debbie and you on ewtn radio take two with jerry and debbie here on ewtn radio which ewtn got its start 42 years ago a couple days ago it was the anniversary and uh, since then, a lot of uh, Catholic station, radio stations have come on the air and have been broadcasting as partners with EWTN. And we would like to congratulate another member, a longtime member of the EWTN radio family. It is Prince of Peace Radio. They are in Palm City and Stewart, Florida. And get this, they have been partnering with EWTN for 16 years. So we want to congratulate Hans Krug and his team at WJPP from all of us here at EWTN. Way to go, you guys. Keep mm-hmm. going strong. Amazing. I love how Catholic radio stations are really changing all of the local listening areas around the country and in Canada. It's so beautiful. I mean, folks are really coming back to the faith. It's helping to strengthen marriages, save babies. It's helping uh, prisoners who are serving time, those that are in uh, nursing homes and assisted living places. Wow. Catholic radio reaches everywhere. It's just incredible. Okay. um, Bob is up next. Oh, and by the way, Alex, if you're still listening, uh, Uh, Take-Two family is praying for you and your marriage right now, Alex. I hope Mm -hmm. you feel the prayers. Bob in Buffalo, New York is up next. Jerry, um, listening on our friends at the Station of the Cross. Hi, Bob. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Um, What I've learned over the years is it takes really strong prayer life. That that builds the trust. Uh, The more I indulge in the faith, the more I realize I've got to connect, I've got to pray. So I pray every day, and I'm not, you know, like a unity prayer. Okay, that would be the beginning, but, you know, I say an hour a day if you can, even two, and just really focus on that prayer. And if I feel like praying or I don't feel like praying, uh, if I believe it, don't believe it, I'm convinced I'm going to pray any way I feel. So that's really, it. you can feel a rock start to form inside you when you get into a really serious, strong prayer life. Absolutely. And uh, it, it's working. Well, that is fantastic, Bob. And, you know, it's it's amazing you, you called and you shared the, the length of times that you did because, I mean, at one hour and you said two if possible, because as I've shared on the show before, I was going through a horrific time about 2018 and, and had some challenges in my life. And a priest who was at a neighboring parish to mine, we didn't really know each other, but I, I, go, I go to Mass there occasionally, or I used to. And I just recognized his holiness, and I wanted to meet with him. And so he didn't suggest to me. He told me, he said, I want you to spend an hour a day in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament. And as I said before, I was on the show. I've, I was kind of neglecting a reminder on my computer once a week to do a holy hour once a week. And so I thought, how am I going to do a, a, an hour a day? But that has been absolutely life-changing for me. And I have tried to even stretch that at times to 90 minutes and two hours. 
And I think just spending that time, you, it, it, it can never be time wasted, Bob, as you know, and Debbie. God's grace is going to work in our hearts in ways that we can't visually see or we can't tangibly touch. And one of those areas is trust. I really believe that. Even if we, uh, you know, you don't have to say anything when we're in prayer with God. Just be there in his presence and allow the Blessed Sacrament to minister to us, to heal us, and to help us grow in the area of trust. So mm-hmm. I yeah. think Bob's call is great. Um, Bob, so I have a scripture area for you. Um, I'm sure you probably tapped into it already from the living word of God um, in the Bible. But uh, the book of John uh, 15, uh, with the verses of I am the vine, you are the branches. Bob, what you're describing is this idea of, of what, of, of what um, Jesus said about staying connected, staying connected, the vine and the branches, that image, those, that scripture passage, that portion of that book of John that can really remind all of us that it is important. That's why when people say, why pray? What's the point of prayer? That's the point. Stay connected, the vine and the branches. I'm sure you probably love that portion of, uh, of the book of John. Right, Bob? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and another thing, Jesus went out at night to pray, and I don't think that was for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. I think he really poured the Spirit into the Father to carry him through. Because without mm-hmm. prayer, he would have had a difficult time. He had to dwell into prayer to stay connected to his Father. And I mm-hmm. think we have to do the same. Absolutely, Bob. And it's so great to hear. You've encouraged a lot of people on the show right now today. I have no doubt about that. We always say that, Bob, you and the Take Two family, what you share is going to really change people's lives and their relationships with God. And you've done just that. So thank you so much for calling in and being a part of this conversation about trust. Mm-hmm. How, how well do you trust God? Are you going through a difficult time right now? We are talking today about do you trust God more than the storm you're going through right now? 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. And Jerry, here's a little bit of um, trivia, if you will, um, spiritual trivia. Um, the beatification mass of Blessed Carlo Acutis in in 2020, uh, they picked the reading, "I am the vine, you are the branches." Mm, so nice. It was important to Carlo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Okay, okay we're going to go to Ozzy in Marble Falls, Texas, listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Ozzy. Hi. How are you doing? Pretty well. How are you doing today? I'm very blessed today, honestly. Praise God for that. So, honestly, I have to say I trust God 100%. There's no doubt in my mind that He will not let me down. I mean, I've had multiple times, multiple relationships. I went then just, it went down the drain. Mm -hmm. And honestly, my motto is forgive and forget. I have no hatred, I have no, no anything, no madness towards any situation that I'm in. Yes, I might be in my own financial struggles, but I have faith in my Lord that He will prosper me and push me forward into getting me out of this situation. Wow. So- Ozzy, you rock. <laughs> you are awesome. Yeah, May in a I- matter of speaking. Huh? <laughs> There is an Aussie who rocks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kidding. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, and you're in Marble Falls. So there you go. Um, but uh, Ozzy, let me ask you a question. Uh, you don't have to give us your exact age, but can you give us your age range? I'm just curious at how you arrived at your age at 100% trust for God. But... <laughs> I am 25 years old. You're 25? Wow. You're amazing. 
Okay. <laughs> At You're... 24, I got the whole calling. Um, I actually had asked, uh, I got asked to be a godfather. And I'm like, okay, this might be my chance to go back into my own faith because I was mm. lost for two years. Wow. And wow. he asked me, come back. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to try it out again. I went to the whole meeting in my church and I went back to work. Well, what I didn't know is it was my calling to go back. Mm-hmm. A week later, I heard a voice in my head saying, go back and teach those kids. Go back wow. and be a teacher. And ever since then, my Bible is, I have like two Bibles. I'm not kidding. I have two Bibles that I, it's literally filled with highlighted um, scriptures. It's filled with uh, book notes, bookmarks, everything. And as of right now, I am trying to learn Hebrew. So cool. (laughs) Okay, you're amazing. Um, Blessed Carlo Acutis, um, I'm sure you probably have have, have watched or learned about his life story. But, you know, I know he was only 15 when he passed away. But I will tell you, Ozzy, he had a wisdom beyond his years. I mean, he was amazing. I I hope you consider him a friend. Yes, I do. Oh, good. Good. I'll tell you what, Ozzy, <clears throat> for you to arrive at this place at the age that you are, um, I'm considerably older than you, and it's taking me its taking me a long, long time. I think I'm in- increasing in my trust in God, especially as I pray the Surrender Novena every day. I'm just doing nine days and then another nine days. I'm just going through that every nine days. And But uh, it sounds like, you know, difficulties and adversities, even in your young age, Ozzy, are, are what really helped to bring you to this place of trust. Would you say that, that, that it's been the difficult things that have helped you get to this point? Mm-hmm. The difficult things that have gotten me here mm-hmm. would have to be years of basically, to be honest, how to be. Um, I had a really abusive stepfather and towards me and my mother, and, uh, you know, I had to resort to violence between us in order for me to realize, you know, this is not the person that I wanted to be. And that was at 15. Um, at 15, you know, I started going into my whole little face deal. And there was so many attacks by the devil. The devil sent demons to me. And he is still trying to attack me, but I do not let it. I've had multiple altercations, actually this week alone, where people have cursed me out, have... Um, thrown me very <laughs> wrongful gestures. Mm. And I'm like, why? Why are you so hateful? Just forgive and forget. I always tell people, I've had multiple people actually come to me and tell me, bring me closer to God. I see that you are changed. You're a changed person. Bring me closer to Him. Teach me the Bible. Take me to church with you. And I've honestly changed a lot of lives already. And I'm still in the process of changing life. Wow. Well, I just want to say, Ozzy, join the club this week. I've had the strangest week as well. Like people that I thought really had a solid faith life and had a great understanding about um, where we're headed and, you know, how to conduct themselves properly. They just flipped and they're just, it was, it's really strange. I've never seen anything like it. So maybe there's something going on, who knows, but um, join the club. I, 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 we got to keep focused and, and I love how you said, forgive, um, you know, let it go, trust God, keep going. We've got to keep doing that. And so Ozzy, you, you're like my hero. I think you're keep on keeping on. Okay. 
I will. Thank you very much. Hey, Ozzy, before you go, um, I'm just feeling maybe prompted to say this. I, I, I don't. It's kind of a personal question. Have, have, are you, have you thought about maybe a priestly vocation at any point along your life journey? Honestly, yes, I have. And it is honestly one of my kind of top projects right now. I'm trying to, I'm praying and praying about it to see if this is actually what my Lord wants me to do. And I'm actually looking into everything for it. So it might be a really good possibility for me. Well, you can be assured of our prayers for you in general, and especially for this vocational discernment. And uh, I'd love to, you know, if you want to just shoot me an email as you as you walk down this path with God, I'd love to maybe correspond with you. I spent six years in formation for the priesthood in the 1990s, so our email is over here is at take2 at EWTN.com. So we'll be praying for you, Ozzy, all right? Thank you. Y'all have a blessed day. All right, you too. Thank you, Ozzy. Yeah. And Ozzy has called. I believe Ozzy has called before. So yeah. he's a he is a regular listener to um, Take Two, and we're so glad. So a lot of folks are praying for Ozzy. Are 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 young? He's young, mm-hmm. in the twenties. Yeah. I remember being in the twenties. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Well, you know, it was fun. It was you know, I didn't always do the right thing when I was in my twenties, early twenties, <laughs> anyway. But that uh, is, you're hilarious. <laughs> but I hope Ozzy emails you. I think that would be great. Yeah. 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 Okay, so um we are gonna move to Lorraine and Lorraine is in Hutchinson Island, Florida on Facebook. Oh Jerry, wave to Lorraine. Hi, Hi Lorraine. Lorraine. Hey, uh, actually it's Laurieann. Oh, oh, okay. But that's okay. Okay. <laughs> Everybody okay. gets my name mixed up, so you're not the only one. Okay, mm-hmm. say say it again. I want to get it properly. It's Laurieann. Lorianne. Okay. okay, I'm so sorry. I looked at it really quickly. Lorianne, a beautiful name. So, Lorianne, let me start over. Welcome to Take Two. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, tell us I was, about trust. I know your yeah. I know your your talk is about trust, and I have so much to say about that. But I know the time is short. But anyway, um, one of the things that happened last year that was really amazing was my husband was uh, miraculously cured of damaged vocal cords that occurred during the surgery that he had. Um, And they did everything they could, the doctors, to rectify it, and even to the point where they told him, don't speak for a whole month, and he didn't. We communicated in the house through text or through an eraser board, um, but nothing worked for him. And... I've had a supernatural faith since 1984 when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit as a charismatic Catholic. That's when my faith soared to great heights. But I just finished an encounter ministry course on signs, wonders, and miracles in Palm Beach at the cathedral. And they were having a healing night for the public. And I said to my husband, why don't you come? And he's Baptist, by the way. And he said, no, that's a Catholic thing. I'm not going to come. Well, I went to daily Mass that day, and after communion, the Lord said, your husband's going to go to the transformation night tonight and uh-huh. be healed. And I said, well, didn't you hear him yelling and saying he's not coming? And he said, and he repeated it, and this time it was more firm. He said, I said he is going to go to the transformation night. I said, okay. And I left church. I went home. I opened the door. My husband came out of his office, and he said to me, I've changed my mind. I'm going to go to the transformation night. And I knew that that was definitely God speaking to me. And he came, 
And I was, you know, one of the students, and I said, don't get in my line, get in one of the other lines, because, you know, just to be objective. And he did. And uh, that night, he came home, and he told me how they had prayed over him, and that they, you know, uh, we had learned during our course uh, the obstacles to healing. Three, there's three obstacles. One is doubt that God not only can, but will heal, uh, unforgiveness, and unrepentance. So they asked him if he had unforgiveness toward the anesthesiologist who intubated him that damaged his vocal cords. He said, not that I can recall, but he said when he came home, he had a desire to put on paper anybody who had heard him in his lifetime, and he started praying uh, for forgiveness for them. And then he came down with COVID right after that, and his voice got really bad. And I said, gee, Lord, this isn't the way I thought this was going to go. This is getting worse. And you know that two days after he had COVID, the phone rang. He picked it up, and after a couple minutes, his voice was completely normal. Mm-hmm. He was miraculously healed. And interestingly enough, I want to share with you that how my supernatural faith got to the point that it was, because I've been praying for his healing for a year. He had this for a year. My very way briefly, is, Gloria, very briefly, if you would. Yeah, please. my way is claiming the verses of healing. I never knew about claiming verses. I learned that through the charismatic movement. And I had gotten a book from my spiritual director, The Sword of the Spirit, The Word of God, by Joy Lamb. And in it, there's a whole chapter on all the scriptures on physical healing. And I would say them as personal prayers for him every day, and I would anoint him with holy water from Lord's France, which I sent for. And I really have learned that all of the miracles that have happened in my life since 1984 is all because I claimed the verses, just like Jesus had to do when Satan tempted him, and he had to quote Scripture three times before Satan finally left him. That is the biggest teaching that I've ever learned in my spiritual life is claiming the scriptures and as and saying them as a personal prayer for yourself, um, whether it's emotional healing or physical healing. Mm-hmm. Well, Lorianne, uh, your call is, is very, very beautiful and timely for this program today. Um, Debbie and I often uh, are promoting the ministry of a priest by the name of Father Bobby Emperor. You may have heard of him. And he, 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 he teaches, he, he promotes the idea of praying scripture out loud. So you're, you're going to the scriptures is very, very beautiful and very, very important. And it just sounds like, you know, God has been working miraculously in your life and now in your husband's life as well. We're just extremely grateful to hear that. And uh, I, do you, has this opened him up a little bit more to Catholicism, Lorianne, would you say? Oh, well, I, I, I do... I do. He's a very active Baptist. He's not just a Baptist. He's a very active Baptist, and he was born a Baptist. But interestingly enough, do you know that there was a priest in our course, a Catholic priest, and I'd gotten close to him, and we had deacons in our course, we had psychologists, and this priest got transferred to the church in my town. I used to, I used to travel an hour to go to this course every week for two years. And he was in Jupiter. He's now in Vero Beach. And I invited him to my house for dinner last week. And after he left, my husband said two nights in a row, he said to me, I love Father Frank. That's his mm-hmm. name. 
He didn't say, I like him. He kept saying, I love Father Frank. And he said, I love what he said, that we there's a lot of people that know, that, that heard about God, but there's very few people that really know God. And he said, that's how I feel. And interestingly enough, my husband's a fisherman, and for years he's been telling me, I need to find a man that knows how to fish for snook, a certain type of fish here in Florida. Well, little did I know that Father Frank's a fisherman, and he specializes in finding snook. <laughs> wow. He's a fisher of men and a fisher of fish as well. Well, we'll keep, uh, Lorianne, you and your husband in our prayers. We will add you to our prayer book. If you've listened to the show before, you know that Debbie keeps names of people living and deceased in that prayer book. So we'll add you right now and your husband as well. And we'll pray for you know God's will to be done in his life along this journey. But it sounds like he's a man of strong faith. And perhaps it's just very, very possible that God is nudging him right now in the direction of the Catholic Church. We can pray again, as I, like I said, for God's will to be done in his life on this journey. So thank you, Lorianne, for the call. Appreciate that. Mm. Wonderful call. Uh, I know you want to share with our listeners about uh, Cardinal Raymond Burke. Yeah, Conversations with Consequences, Saturdays at 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on EWTN Radio. And this week it is Cardinal Raymond Burke joining the show to discuss his love for the Blessed Mother as we have celebrated the Feast of the Assumption, of course, earlier this week, a couple days ago, and his beautiful Our Lady of Guadalupe Shrine in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Conversations with Consequences, Saturdays, 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern, right here on EWTN Radio. That's on our pilgrimage list, remember? Mm-hmm. We, we, we yeah. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Okay, Maria, a first-time caller in Denver, Colorado, on our friends at Catholic Radio Network. Hi, Maria. Hello. How are you? Yes, I'm doing fine. Yeah, I have to say something about last night, what had happened. I just okay. came home from work, and my boyfriend, um, uh, fiancé to be, picked me up from work, although he had worked for 11 hours. And I know he was very tired. So we came home, and I've, everything I've done in the morning, before I go to work, I wash the dishes, put them away. And then there's some dirty dishes that I've already washed and soaked down on the, on the dish rack. And suddenly he just, he just uh, burst out, like he got angry and frustrated. And it, every, everything, is, um, everything, whenever he gets frustrated, it reminds him of his ex-wife they had married before that she had done to him. So he always, like, brings it up. I have um, I have thought this before for 25 years. I'm done with it, this and that. And I told him, you know, I'm not really hurting you. hurt. I told him that. I'm never yelling at you. He just, he's the one who's yelling at me. So all I did is just talk to him quietly. And then while he was getting frustrated, getting angry at me, saying all these words, we had, he had... Um, before when he was married from his ex-wife, and I whisper a word to word, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Please take everything. And I repeated that ten times. So he can come down. Well, I was putting all the dishes away, and I'm so tired from work, but I just felt peaceful and come down. And I know he was there beside me. And I know I trust him, so I always repeated that too. Besides Jesus, I surrender. I surrender myself to you. But please take everything. I need to tell him. Most sacred heart of Jesus, I trust in thee. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Maria, you're a first-time caller to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. And it just it takes my mind back again to the novena that Debbie and I like to promote a lot on this show. It's called the Surrender Novena. Maybe you've heard of it. You probably prayed it before. It sounds like you have. If you haven't, you're, you're really kind of in sync with that Surrender Novena because what it is, it's just got a very short uh, meditation for each of the nine days. And then it says, oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. And the beautiful thing is, and this is the hard part about trust sometimes, Jesus can and will take care of everything. He says to Father Delindo Ruotolo, who gave the world, Jesus gave the world the surrender novena through him. Jesus says, you know, stop trying to meddle in your affairs and let me take care of it. And even in one of the days, he makes the analogy. He said, it's kind of like a child who, you know, turns to its mother for trust. And the mother says, I'll take care of it. And then the child starts to try to fix everything and do kind of gets in the mother's way, you know. So, Debbie, I think we can, we can take away from this show a lot of things, but... Uh, one of them being that Jesus is ready and willing and able to take care of everything in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Maria, thank you for the call. When we free fall into God's arms, when we surrender, when we say, Jesus, we trust in you, it, it is it is going 100%, just like uh, Blessed Carlo Acutis talked about in his 15 short years here on earth. You know, he wants 100% of us. And, you know, it's interesting. And We're not going to get to Anita, who's a first-time caller from Buffalo. Anita, we hope you call us again. But uh, the comment says, there's no choice but to trust. It's so true, Anita. We must practice trusting in God, especially with a world that's telling us the opposite, because we know who's the author of all those lies, and we don't want the demons to win. So we have to work on building our trust. Jesus, we trust in you. Well, Debbie's traveling tomorrow. You want to give uh, folks another reminder about the conference? Yes, thank you so much. Miracles do happen. Uh, the Fullness of Truth conference in San Antonio. Uh, please go to fullnessoftruth.org if you want to register. I will be traveling tomorrow, so please, I need a little, some prayers, please, for everybody, all the speakers and every all the attendees as well. And Jerry, I'll be listening from the airport because I want some tools and tips about a new school year. That's right. We're going to talk tomorrow. Are you ready for the new school year? We're going to, that's our topic tomorrow. It'll be me and you, this, just the two of us. Debbie will be traveling but listening, as she said. So thanks for your listenership and your participation today. Look forward to tomorrow's show. Uh, again, thanks to Charles Beery, call screener today, Ace McCare producer, Jeff Burson on social media. And until tomorrow, we definitely want to wish you a beautiful and blessed day. And we always end the show by asking St. Joseph, please pray for us. <music>